Hello, welcome to the I word. <laughs> Little warning, this episode may contain some strong language. Welcome back to another episode of the I Words. Um, I hope you're all doing well in this weird like time that we could be going into a another lockdown. I don't know. We could be going into a lockdown, but who knows? But one thing I do know is that we're going to be having more episodes of the I Word. This is something that is definitely happening. Um, today, the episode you're going to be listening to is with Heather Forster. Uh, Heather's great. Heather is um, someone I know from uh, drama school. We also lived together. Uh, lots and lots of nights where we would just stay up and talk about all sorts of things. We'd have lots and lots of nights of just staying up and just chatting nonsense. Uh, but she's great. We talk about all sorts of things. We talk about pre-show rituals, um, her sort of school life. Um, the education system, that's a whole other podcast, but we do talk a little bit about how sort of someone like her, who's a real creative person, dealt with in that kind of academic, quite difficult world, um, and then we sort of finish it with, I should have told her to, uh, think of a recommendation before her episode, but, um, she has a great response to knowing nothing about having to give a recommendation. Uh, And then the sort of two or three minutes she has to work out what to say. And it's it's probably my favourite response to having to give a recommendation uh, that we've had so far. So yeah, hope you enjoy the episode. Okay. Hello, right? Oh, hello. hello. Yes, we can just go from there. That's fine. Uh, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> okay, good. So, um, yes, what was the I word? Thank you, Don't thanks for the, having me. That's cool, huh? Don't say the I word. You know what the I word is, do you? Yes. Yes, good. Um, yeah, so the first, we, I have sort of been saying, asking the same question to start off with. Um, so I don't know why I always hesitate when I ask people, but, uh, Yes, so when was the last time you felt like you wanted to be an actor? When was the last time you had like a moment of being like, that's, that's why like, I want to, to do this? Um, it was yesterday, actually. Was it? Yeah, I was in the British Museum <laughs> with our mutual pal, Georgia. Oh, okay, yeah. Big and, shout um, out to Georgia Shout Birchall. out to Birchall. Yeah, very good. And uh, yeah, she was just asked if I had heard anything from a job that I was due to do. Oh, yes, yes. Right. I mean, we, we, you don't have to mention any jobs. You can sort of, you yeah. can say that you're doing a job. Right. And I know what that is. And it's right. very exciting. So, if people really wanted to find out, they could find out. There is a yeah, job yeah. that I was yeah. currently meant to be doing. Yeah. Um, that I've like pushed into a little box because the virus has kind of done that for me. Right, yeah. Um, 
but she asked if I'd heard anything back and I said no and then she showed me a photo she'd taken of the stage door of the place um, and it gave me butterflies in my belly and was like oh my god and she was like oh I want to stand there with flowers and it's going to be so great it's going to be worth the wait that's (laughs) the last time I was like oh can't wait so was it like what was it about that moment that sort of made you go because I know it's I mean Georgia is a good friend Mm. and so what was it about that that brought it back for you I think it was like it was her being excited about it and on your behalf yeah but also of being excited about being proud yeah it's like like a it was like a thing for me of like me feeling really proud that I'm making the people I love proud you know she's like I'll be standing there with your parents and I was like oh bloody hell (laughs) (laughs) um yeah oh that's so nice. That's good that you found that yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> relatively local. Uh, relatively recent, so. Um, yeah, so... Oh, that's good then. When was the... So when was sort of the first time? Because you grew up in... Where did you grow up? Um, Borsal Common. Borsal Common. Which uh, is like halfway between Common and Birmingham. Yeah. Um, when was the first time? Well, you never want to be that person that's like, oh, no. you know, I popped out the womb singing and dancing. No, yeah, yeah. But it, it kind of was one of them. Yeah. Um, because it was more singing to start with. It right? was definitely more with. singing. So my, I suppose the thing I used to do all the time as a kid was we had this big, um, like brick fireplace in our living room, but it didn't have a actual fire in it. Mm. It was just a. Hole. No, we had that. Yeah, um, not like a fireplace, but it was just it wasn't a fire. Right, like it just a, was like a thing. A, yeah, yeah, big brick yeah. hole in the room. Yeah. Um, and either side of it, there were like these little alcoves with little windows in. And um, I was obsessed with the X Factor, like, obsessed. And um, it was such a family thing. Like, we'd sit around and watch it, and we'd Mm. chat the whole way through, Mm. and, like, talk about our favourites and, like, boo people if they were bad. Um, And every commercial break, I'd go, mute, 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 and they'd mute the commercials, and then I would get up, go into the wings, and then, like, come out as the people that had just sang. So I would sing what they'd just sung and, like, try to imitate them. And doing a kind of impersonation? Yeah. Oh, that's um, so sweet. Who do you remember doing? Oh you don't have to do it, but I'm just... <laughs> I remember doing Wagner, who I then... Right. yes, you've met Who him. I then yeah. met. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which was truly just a dream. Um, I think that was one of our first conversations. What about the fact that I met Wagner? I think you'd recently met him. Yeah, it was just before uni. Yeah. He came to my college to do a podcast, actually, funnily enough. He came to do a podcast? He did come to do a podcast. Wow. Yeah. We'll have to put the link to that podcast oh in God. this episode. <laughs> wow. Um, Do you know what it was called? No, it was just the kids from my performing arts college. Oh, right. There was like a media pathway and they did their own... Uh, yeah. That's so random. Got broadcast at lunchtime sometimes. Very good. Yeah. Nice. And so who else did you do? Oh, um, oh Leona Lewis. Oh, right. It was a big one. Yeah. Like, I remember being like, I'm going to be that good. Like, I'm going to oh. be that good at singing. And did you ever want to go on X Factor? That's the funny thing is, like, I loved the show. But for some reason, I always knew I didn't want to go on it. Because hmm. my, my mum literally used to be like, apply, apply, apply. Mm. And I would always go, absolutely not. Mm. You're not to swear on it. Yeah, of course. No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do the little um, swear warning at the start. We're going to do it later, but you do the little... Oh, fantastic. Hello, you can do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. I think because I could see how easily it could go wrong. 
the on the show. Yeah, for people. Okay. And that what that scared you? You're yeah. worried about that. And I also like even when I was that age had this weird thing of like I'm not. That's a bad way to go about things. Like I would do it on my own. <laughs> I'm not going to piggyback right. off a show right. to be a famous singer. I'll just do it. Yeah. Right. Um, no, but like, I think, it's like I think, so I think, dumb. I mean, you had that as a kid. I think a lot of adults have that opinion as well. Yeah, like, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I think you have that in acting as well, definitely. Yeah. 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 That kind of like, there's a right way to do it. There's like a, well, not even like right, like a kind of righteous. Yeah, which is a bit annoying. like a kind of. I sometimes do have this like alter ego sane person that's like oh this is you know the moral way to do it oh really you shouldn't claim universal credit Heather you should you oh, know, right, even okay. though you like desperately need it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. okay um, <laughs> right and so you you were so you were young and you were like looking at the X Factor and going yes. okay I don't want to do that but I like this impersonation thing or yeah. was it even that was it just like you were just going along as it um yeah, I just liked, I liked singing. And mm. I, I guess I knew that I could just, like, What, how did your it. parents react to it? Oh, they, I mean, they loved it. Yeah. I think my dad would maybe get a bit sick of it. Were they, like, your kind of first sort of audience? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, Were you, like, guess... at school? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's been absolute <laughs> noise at school. <laughs> just so loud, so just obnoxious, probably. Um. Yeah, I loved school, primary school. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember having really good memories of primary school. But was, were there memories of wanting to sort of do that sort of thing in the future? Or were you not even thinking about no, it? No, because I, honestly, until drama school was mm. never like, or maybe the end of college, so when I was like auditioning for drama school, right. did I ever for a split second think, Oh, I could actually make a career out of this. So it was going to a kind of, and you don't have to say where it was because again, mm. you know, there's a lot of public information out there. If people want to find out; they could find out. But like, you went to a, a an institution that an institution. was a kind of, but it was kind of like yes. designed for it, kids it, who wanted to go into that. And 100%. you look at, you know, arts ed or anything like that. Yeah, a lot of them are from there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, I mean, you could say what it is, but if you want, but it's like being was it in, being in that environment that was like. This is specialist, and even if even if it's like if not what I want, yeah. the whole building wants me to do it. Sort yeah, hundred percent. Um, it was. I mean, no, sausage factory is like a bad way to put it. <laughs> sausage factory, <laughs> but it was. De- but it was definitely like a. Um, a pr- no, like a production line. Yeah, yeah, like, like a kind of like churning people out. Like there was yeah, a, yeah. there was a desired end result. Right. But everyone was very aware that like a very slim proportion of people were actually going to get that result. Right. And so there was a lot of um, it was com- like it was competitive. Yeah. Um, healthy or not healthy? Uh, I don't. A bit of both. A bit of both, I yeah. think. Depends on, I suppose. It always it depends, depends on the individual. On the, yeah, it depends on the person. Yeah. Um, but you're not Some really people that. really thrive in competitiveness and some yeah. people really just, like, shrivel up. And what were you? No, I think I thrived in it. Do you? But only in that instance because I happened to, like, do well at college. Are you quite a competitive person? It's an interesting question. Because I, I was like, I never really, I never really put you down as a competitive person. But like, because we've known I, each other for a while, it's worth saying. We, we, we've yeah. lived together, we've known each other for a while, we went to drama school together, 
And I wouldn't. I would just, for five years. Isn't I know. Mad. I, I know. I said that in the intro. Yeah, but like, yeah. uh, I would never really put you down as competitive. So it's interesting when you talk about that school or sixth form college, whatever you want to call it, and how you felt like you thrived. I really did. I but did you not that. feel that at uh, Central? Um, I didn't feel any competition at Central. It, di- it didn't feel like there was any competition. Yeah. Everyone was so different. Yeah. Um, that it never... Whereas, I mean, there, so there were 16 of us or 18 or something at Central. Yeah. There was more like 60 in my year at Perth. Right. So... Wow. And so you can't even... There's going to be people right. who look like you. Who look like you. Or like, you know, yeah. whatever. And there's two productions and a showcase... Hmm. And I was very lucky yeah. to have had two great parts. Yeah. And what pe- were the parts again? Millie. Uh, no, it was I was uh, what's a the witches. Uh, witches. Yeah, witches. witches. And then uh, Miss Dorothy Brown in Thoroughly Modern Millie, mm. which like pissed so many Millie, people yeah, off yeah. because FYI, I I really cannot. I mean, I like can, but I can't. I can't really dance. Or if I can, I can't pick up choreography like that. Like, it okay. takes me a long time. And um, so I was in bottom set dance okay. for all of college. We got put in sets mm-hmm. for things. and um, Which isn't uncommon. And no, I know, not I know at all. Like, I mean, my friend Alex, my mummy saying this, but he was in bottom right. set at one. And it's like, it seems like, oh my God, you're, you're in third set or whatever. It's just like... It's not... Oh God, <laughs> it's like, it's a word. Like, he's done jobs since <laughs> he left. So I was like, oh, like, how are you... Um, yeah. Yeah, so I remember people making like actual full-on comments like out to the group in front of the director, like that person shouldn't have, like not naming me, but like that person shouldn't have got the part because um, they don't work hard enough or wow. they're not in this set. And um, but so how would did that did that even though we had fuel, to did that fuel you or did that kind oh, of fully fuel me? Right, good. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of ha- you kind of you have to use it. It has to. You're gonna do the, you're gonna do the show, just... yeah, or you're gonna like apologise for mm. being there. <laughs> wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay, and so then you were doing the shows, and you were kind of like, but you you mentioned it briefly before, but I know because I've talked to you about it before that going from kind of like, you know, primary school where you weren't even thinking about acting, you weren't even thinking about this kind of stuff, you were just were like. Living your little life. Living my little life. <laughs> As in, what changed when you went to secondary school? Eek. Uh, in terms of your, like... Because did you did you get any kind of... Because I remember when I was in secondary school, mm. I think I spent most of it waiting to go to, like, drama. Well, I meant, remember waiting right. for lessons to finish. Not even with the idea of, like, I just want... Like, I mean, I, I, want to, I knew I wanted to be an actor, but I think... Really? What, by what age do you think you'd say you knew? Oh, like, I mean... Tiny I top. Yeah, tiny top. <laughs> but um, the... I think... I think... Did you, did you think of drama as a kind of, like, a release? Or was it just, You knew I didn't even think about it? I... Well, so... The school I went to didn't do drama. There was no drama. That's right. Um, so, uh, well, actually, so I when I first went there in year seven, um, a mate of mine that I'd made in my form group was like, oh, I'm auditioning for the school play at lunchtime. Hmm. Like, come with me to the audition. 
And I was like, no, don't worry. That's a classic story. Like, the mate is going, right. you going. <laughs> um, and it was really intense. There was, like, loads of rounds. Um, yeah. And it, it was for? Annie. <laughs> <laughs> it ended Very up getting good. Annie. Oh, um, yes, I remember the story now. Yeah. So <laughs> I loved that because it was an excuse for me to not do, to not hand in my homework on time, basically. Because yeah. um, I was like, well, I'm doing the school play, so we used to get away with so much stuff. If you're doing school plays, yeah. I remember one of my teachers got really annoyed once. It was like, if we're if we're doing science, we don't we don't, we don't tell drama that they need to leave I drama know. to get into science. Whereas school plays, you just be like, sorry, sir, I need to I need to leave. I yeah. need to go into rehearsal. And well, like, to me, it was fair enough because all the kids that were like on the sports teams and going to tournaments and stuff, no, they were true. allowed to skip lessons. That I was is like, true. Used to, going out going. used to skip days. Yeah, on the sports teams. Um, so I loved that, yeah. and then throughout school I um, was part of a local Amdram society. Classic. Which was my, yes. like... Which are great, which are so valuable at that age. Because it's, ju- it's all love, like, it's yeah, all yeah, fun. Yeah. Was it, was it uh, just kids or mixed? Uh, it was just kids, so it was from like 12 to 18. Did you ever do anything with kind of like older actors when you were... Local? No. 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 Oh, I, I wish people. I wish more people did. I would have joined so the. Uh, there was kind of like the adult version of the kids group. Oh right. Um, was that adult? Is in like kind of eighteens to twenties sort of thing. Well, no, it was like there were so the people oh, right. that were in the adult Andram kind of taught the younger one, right. and they were in their sixties, some of them. Yeah. That's so Luke nice. Still a ball. If I love him. that. I love that stuff. Yeah. Um, and that was my, like, absolute... It was the light of my life. Mm. It was, like, high school was not the one. Mm. Um, I really just, like, crashed and burned in terms of schoolwork and, like, not having a group of friends. And so I, I rem- can, like, vividly remember every Friday night going to sleep was, like, Christmas Eve. Yeah, so I knew yeah. on Saturday morning I would get yeah, up, yeah. I'd have my full English, and I'd go to Amdram. Oh, and so it nice. was just, like... yeah. Yeah, it was the best. Yeah. I loved it. I really recognise that kind of, you're excited yes. to go to something. Like, I remember, like, when um, we would sort of, like, I'd have days where in Wednesday evenings we'd do a thing called Trapdoor, mm. um, which is like a drama club, and I used to just be so excited. Awesome. I used to just be like, I think I'd, I'd, I think it would start at, like, five or six, and mm. so I'd wait at school. I wouldn't go home. I'd just be like, I just want to wait here and so I can be early I think because yeah. then if, if people were early they just hung out right. and I almost kind of liked that more than the because I think we're like I think we're quite similar that we like the kind of we like that kind of social, social community thing oh, like my favourite bits of doing that kind of Amdram shows when I think about them are the kind of moments when you're like backstage 100%. when you're just with your mates for like the 100%. first the half an hour before you go on yeah. and everyone's just a bit giddy and yeah. it's just the nicest feeling yeah it's kind of like corpsing i feel like yes. those are two of the nicest feelings you can possibly oh. have you've actually just reminded me of a we used to have a pre-show ritual all right okay. and there'd be maybe like 30 of us at a time doing yeah. shows and um we would all get called to come on stage and i can't remember for the life of me what it was it was Solihull Operatic Society, so it was yeah. called Sauce, but because it was the kids' group, we were called Sausage, <laughs> but spelt like S-O-S-H. Um, and, oh my God, I cannot feel like I remember how it goes, but I just remember the end of it was like everyone cramming in, putting all their hands in the middle and going, Sausage! 
<laughs> and you'd get such like a serotonin boost. You're like so buzzed for the show after that. We had something quite similar where we would do. I think I I think this is something quite. I think it's maybe National Youth Theatre or something. Do it, but it's um it's bananas. The yeah, it's that thing. And we used to do that with um Nuffield Youth Theatre, um and that was just like um just all of us. We just it, ju- it just gave you the kind of like. But I sometimes think that like that stuff really gets missed, at like yeah. really gets missed at drama school things, and that kind of sense of it's just a bit of it's meant fun. to be fun. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah. Like yeah, you should be in character before you go on, but maybe let's have a nice little. But also like not a game, yeah. but like a kind of just like a big old boost gets oh. you gets you, yeah <laughs> a huzzah yeah <laughs> but um. Yeah, do you have any pre-show rituals? Do you have any, like... Are you superstitious like that at all? No, and something that, like, sometimes really bugs me because I think that it's, like, incorrect, <laughs> which is so dumb. To not sort of prepare or It's to not have, like, a... I mean, I have, like, my... Things you do, My warm-up, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but every time we did a play... Mm. Or any time I've auditioned for anything or like there's never been a set it just kind of I just mm. I don't know because you never did that I suppose you wouldn't you never did that when you did your X Factor stuff <laughs> you never did that like you, you never like you wouldn't prep warmed up you never prepped you just did it which was, and you just had the fun yeah and you know the result was clearly positive mm. so why would you right yeah and I still kind of roll with that I think yeah. um Sometimes there's too much pressure to have to, like, have a whole thing going on. When, when like, talking of Amdram mm-hmm. and, like, being all giddy backstage and stuff, it's like, I remember so clearly some of the funnest times were, like, when you'd literally be chatting shit with your pal backstage mm-hmm. and then you'd hear your cue and go, fuck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sprint on. But, like, you were in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was fine. You believed yeah, yourself. Yeah. The audience believed you. No one would have known that you were, like, you know... Because the audience aren't even thinking about Playing that. slaps two yeah. seconds ago. Yeah. Playing and slaps. I don't know if there's... I mean, I'm sure maybe that's not professional protocol. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I think it's something that's really don't missed. Take things too seriously. I think it's something really missed. I mean, speaking from someone who takes things very seriously. Very seriously. But, I, but so do I in a way. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's interesting when we talk... Because, I mean, we don't really have conversations like this often. But, like... No, because, that I, this is what's strange yeah, about this. I'm because, like, you know, our relationship doesn't really go there. But when I was thinking about this morning, when I was thinking about what we were going to... Fuck, we were going to talk about. <laughs> um, I was thinking about when we often talked about when we were at drama school together mm-hmm. and the fact that if we didn't live together, we probably wouldn't be as close yeah. as we were because I took things, when, particularly when we were there, when we first I took things very seriously. Yeah. And I don't think it's fair to say you didn't take things seriously, but you didn't it's take things, fair. but it's not, that, I think it's a, I think there's a, there's a, there's a bias to the idea of like taking things seriously. I think, I think I took things Seriously, to a sometimes detrimental extent, <laughs> yeah. and you took things, and you could sometimes take the piss, and so it's like it's that it's those two. It's like none, neither mm. of them, neither way is right. Right. It's just a kind of 
<laughs> then, then if you think about how good friends we are now, yeah. because we knew each other before we went into that right. learning environment, yeah. if we then came out of it, because I think that that's, that often happens in, mm. I think it's worth sort of like remembering sometimes when you're, when you're working with people, you're working with them. Like it's not, it's not a kind of, it's not a friendship. And, right. I, and I wonder sometimes whether, because I hear some, I hear people sometimes talking about like, you know, they get jobs and it's like, oh, I've just got a job and like, I don't like anyone in my cast. And it's like, you don't have to. Yeah. It's all right. I remember, like, yeah. I saw a thing, um, a footballer talking about um, who he's close to from his old team. Right. And he was like, they're not my mates. Right. I don't talk to any of them now. I'm retired. And it's, it's that, but that, I think that was my attitude when I went in, that I was like, I don't need anyone to be my friend. Right. I can just take this really seriously mm-hmm. and just do it. Whereas maybe you were on the opposite side of that. I mean, I wouldn't speak for you, but... I guess I, I didn't go in with like oh I'm gonna make these people like m- my friends but um yeah I suppose even though I was speaking about college and how it was like competitive mm. at the same time there was still it was so much more relaxed than drama school right like I don't think anything could have prepared me for like how yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure anyone who's done it would say the same, like just how much and how all consuming it was. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, um, I, I completely agree with you about, I don't know how we would have been unless yeah. we hadn't lived together, but also we never really worked together at central. Like no, if I didn't. think about central is in just the time when we were there mm. and not the whole three years of being in London and living together and stuff. Like I, you don't really come into mm. my, um, cause we wouldn't really spend lunch times together or mm. yeah, it's funny when I think about it more. No. Yeah. But it's, then we would go in every day, walk back every day. Yeah. And inevitably you end up talking about what happened, but you don't. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Until the late hours of the Right. Of until the we had to literally put morning, a bat yeah. on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, but so let's go back to you were we were we were on a roll. We were on a smooth roll, and then we took a tangent. Oh, um, but it's fine. I thought we'd take a lot of tangents. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> um, so you so the secondary school. You're yeah. doing Amdram. You're doing these things, mm-hmm. and then you get into like you know year eleven, year ten time. Yes, and so presumably you would have had a choice at that point. There must have been something that happened. With the Amdram, that made you go, I- I'm not going to go an academic way here. I should go this way. <laughs> so it wasn't actually the Amdram. It was basically the opposite of what you've just said. So right. it's rather than it being like, oh, I really love the Amdram, so that's going to be my um, next foot forward. It was more like, I am so horrifically bad at academics <laughs> that I could not do this for another three years at a higher level. Right. I'd top myself. Right. can't do it. Yeah. I mean, the school knew that. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I studied and studied and studied to get into this school because there's like, there's like an aptitude test to get in. Mm. And, um, I mean, my mum printed out every single test paper there has ever been. Mm. And I would do them every night on top of 
homework from primary school ever, which I don't know, it's probably <laughs> right in one to ten. Oh, my primary school homework. Um, but I did really well in primary school. I got like five in my whatever they were, my sats and stuff. That's why it's so strange. I thought it's so did, strange like, to me. Like, how does it, it? How does it? I don't know what. I mean, that's a whole other podcast about the UK education system. Right. But like, how does it happen that you know someone who is because you have other creative outlets as well, which we'll talk about later. Mm. But like, how does someone who's clearly very creative, clearly like you know, buzzing and got lots of energy and is doing all these things mm. and has a, a, a seemingly a kind of drive already, how is it that when they go into a secondary school system, they just like fucked? Like, I understand. I like, yeah, it's like it's, I mean, and you're not, you're not, you're not the only one, but you're no, not, but you're not also, no means, you're not no. also the majority. But it's just like, how does I don't understand? Like, how did it happen? Uh, I, I mean. This, the type of school was so geared to... I mean, it was it was like... Um, it, it was an Oxbridge uh, hopeful... So in the same way that kind of like your college, they're aiming for you to get into arts. Yes, again, so exact same thing. This, they're aiming for you, you should be in Oxford, you should be in Cambridge, you should be... And, right, you should be doing maths, right. sciences, politics, economics. Um, and... My my parents sent me there, which is nothing to snoot at. It's nothing to be like, oh, that's you know. no. But it's not, just not, not you. At all, it's but not my you, my yeah. parents sent me there because of because of those stats and because it is quote unquote a great school, right? Um, but I don't think they really took me into account, right, <laughs> When yeah. they chose yeah. that, yeah. I mean, I'll never know what it was like to go to another school, mm. and I learned a lot of discipline, mm. um. Which, I mean, did I? I mean, the other day, I think I showed you, I was looking through all of my old detention letters, <laughs> of which okay. there is a thick stack. Yeah, right. Um, but no, I'm going off on another time. No, 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 I want to hear it, but I want to hear it. Um, but, yeah, basically, when it came to GCSEs, I was like a shell of a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The friend that I did have had left to go to another school and um, the other friend that I then kind of got who had just come to the school then got a boyfriend so I kind of felt completely alone right was trying to get through exams like could not for the life of me I, I mean my my mum was hiring like private tutors for me in the evenings and on weekends to try and help and I just was like having a full on crises Um, and we did mocks and I did it horrifically and uh, in chemistry which has always just been an absolute like Mm. minefield for me it's like the mix of numbers and words if that makes any sense I think it does I think it does like, no, no, like numbers and letters. That combo don't... Wait, right. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Computer says no. Elements and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, Elements and stuff, that's what... Um, yes. <laughs> numbers, letters and... Um, and so I went to my head of year and he was like, I know you're really struggling. I think you should drop chemistry. I don't think you should take the actual exam. And I was like, oh, buzzing. Mm. Go home, tell my mum... And she's like, no, no, you know, not happening. Because 
I, I mean, I think she was right, but the upshot of it was is that they didn't want me to take the exam. And I wasn't the only kid that they'd asked to not take certain things. Um, because the part of keeping up mm. appearances with those kind of schools is um, keeping the grade average like as high as it can possibly be. Right. So and I was gonna I was literally yeah. gonna bring down the grade average of my year group because I was going to get a U. This is what I mean by it's like you, you again it's, it's like you, you can't that it that you can say like oh maybe you 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 weren't disciplined there or mm. you know just got detentions or whatever but that is a that is a failing of the school. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Like yeah. if they are if they are willing to just throw you Drop under me. the bus mm. because of your grades. And not so. Of course, you can. Of course, like you know, I'm sure you, you're not the kind of person who'd be like, "I'm glad I fucking got all the detentions or whatever." But like you know, <laughs> you're you, the like. Of course, you'd misbehave because you don't. I don't think you'd. I, think you, I wouldn't feel valued in that. Thanks. Yeah, I felt completely establishment. Useless. Yeah, it's like what's, what's the I point of me being here? Was like, not good at sports. No. which was the other huge thing. Mm. So if you didn't have the academics, I mean, even though generally the kids that were good at academics were also on the A-teams to sport, mm. like that was another kind of way out or a way into like people's good books. Um, but yeah, the, the upshot of it was is that I didn't do too horrifically in the actual exams. And it, for some reason, got an A-star in physics and art and everything else, I basically scraped to see if mm-hmm. I got like a B in German. Ich liebe dich. And um, yeah, I <coughs> got a place at the sixth form, which to me was like mm. I couldn't, I could not believe. Um, was there a drama program at sixth form? No. Okay. Um, but so they were still kind of sending you in the Oxbridge way, or. That, would, that mean, college is still... They kind of knew that was never going to be... No, 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 but that college, that sixth form would still be going... We're still aiming you for Oxford sort of thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, actually, there might have been a drama programme. Or if there was, right. it started the year after me and two or three people did it. Oh, right, it was one of them. One we of had them. some of that. We had one of like I did one of the But there was one where we had like six people. as performance. Which is just so Things rough. drops now. I mean, a lot of one-on-one time, I'm sure, but still. Yeah, um, I bet, yeah. But um, so, but that wasn't even yeah. in your mind. No, to go there. so I couldn't believe I'd got a place. But I was like, "Well, I'm like, I'm, I'm going." And my thing was like, "Oh, I've a star art, so I'll go and do art." Mm. Um, even though I hated art in a school setting, because it was yeah. not based on the work that you produce. It's based on the writing you can do about the piece that you've created. And even if you create a really cool piece, the teacher goes, "Okay." who's your reference oh well it came out of my brain oh well no well that's not going to get you any marks you need to say oh I reference Lowry I reference Matisse I reference this okay well I fucking didn't mm. what do you want yeah. what do you want from me I think um, it's so interesting thinking about that in terms of an acting context because like imagine doing yeah. a uh, like a, a scene study or something and then coming out and then being like okay which actor were you trying to be at that point yeah it's like Right. I don't know. Like, I was like, even if you are, you're not doing right. it consciously, I'm surely. I'm getting you to write and an so... essay on, like, the Stanislavski technique that I used in this play. Yeah, which, like, Absolutely maybe not. maybe has a place in uni, but we didn't go to uni, so we don't know. Right. But, like, if you... Yeah. Like, sh- like, I don't know how you'd... I don't know how you'd quantify... You know, because I don't, I don't know anything about yeah. art, like, paintings and drawing, but, like, I mean, you do. But, so, I don't know how you would even begin to be like oh no I'm going to paint like Matisse now 
was like, oh, I'm going to act like Meryl Streep now. It was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how see, you... The thing like, is, well, how is, is like, that, how is that, like, graded then as well? I don't know. Well, that's... The whole thing is, like, it was annoying because I couldn't debate it with the teacher because I understood why it was that way. And it's because... And she probably understood why it was that way as well. She, she probably didn't even want it it's that way. It's because art is subjective. Yeah. Right. And you cannot grade... A right. subjective. Okay, fair. So you so you have to make it. Mm. You have to mould it in a way that kind of makes it gradable. Did that affect your uh, relationship? Because with painting and, and yeah. design and. Hundred percent. I just didn't want to do it anymore. It was like laborious. I was like, I can't mm. be asked. Have you got? Have you got reconnected with it now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was I've kind of got the joy so there. you've kind of. So what's your, is it, would you say that's your sort of second kind of, would you say that that's your kind of like secondary outlet? Is that fair to say? Yeah, I suppose. Or no, I I mean, rather than say, rather than me saying what it is to you, (laughs) why don't you say what it is to you? Uh, yeah, no, it is. I, um, always really liked drawing, um... Uh, and actually, I've never, I've never actually been that great at um, make like making a. I mean, I'm literally contradicting everything I've just fucking said, but like uh, coming up with a, an image or a character design, whatever. No, that's not contradictory. Putting to it said. down. Yeah. But I've always been so good at literally like seeing, like I would see a cartoon. Mm. And then be able to draw it. And it would be... Like, it would look exactly what I just saw on the screen. No, right. And I don't know why that is. But it's in the same way where I used to copy people off the telly. I was going to say, it's, it's exactly the same as the X Factor thing. It's it the kind of book. impersonation rather than... Mm. Rather than for an academic point of view, yeah. you're kind of having to be influenced. You're inspired and interpreting or mm. impersonating something that you enjoy and that you like. So basically, yeah, the art was like, woohoo again when I bought a little, um, like, A5 sketchbook from Paper Chase, because um, I think I was loitering around in London, like, waiting to hang out with someone, um, and I just walked into Paper Chase and was like, oh, pick up that and a pen. And I just walked around and started, like, sketching things I saw. And I remember my... Because I did art A-level mm. when I went and did performing arts. That was my right. A-level oh, right. You didn't have to do an A-level, but oh, my cool. mum's condition yeah, was yeah. do an A-level <laughs> if you're going to do a B-tech. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I used to rip, like, pages and pages out of my sketchbook. I mean, it's literally, it's called a sketchbook for a reason. Mm. Um, but if it wasn't perfect and it wasn't a finished product, mm. I couldn't bear to look at it. And it would have mm. to go in the bin. Um, so I lost all of my, um, like pre-project work and, um, I couldn't, I couldn't sketch, but now I love sketching because it's so fun and it doesn't matter what it looks like. And actually the more messy it looks, the more I tend to prefer it now. Oh, that's great. Um. And you give it as gifts now as well. Yeah, I do. And those are the last few times that you gave us a nice, when we moved in here, you gave us a nice little card of me, Martin, George, all as frogs. And like, <laughs> and like it was so nice because it's like that's that's so personal to yeah. you to like you know to make a Clinton's curl a bubble ball the Clinton's curl four pound for a piece of cardboard but it's like it's the I think it's that nice thing of of 
in a way, because, I mean, this pod is sort of about valuing kind of what you do and valuing stuff like that. And the fact that you value it and the fact that you love it so much that you're wanting to give it as a gift mm. is so, I think it's so sweet. And I think it's so, it means so much as well, mm. getting something like that. Because you made, because um, you were in uh, As You Like It with us, which yeah. we have talked about on this, so it's fine. Yes. But uh, with Martin George and a few others. And you made Karen a card during that as well. Do you remember? Yes, I did, yeah. A little frog card. A little frog card. No, it's just you, like, do you think you're going to do it more? Do you think you're going to do it for people? I'll do it for everything. I think I've yeah. sent about 20 frog cards. Like I've, uh, so I've got this drawing frog obsession to the point where I bought the exact same little A5 paper chase sketchbook that I right. got like two years ago now. Oh, oh right. no, more like a year ago. Um, that is purely dedicated to the frogs. Oh. I, um, I saw a TikTok of... Shouts up. <laughs> um, I saw a TikTok of how to draw a frog in like five seconds or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is genius. You can draw a frog in five seconds. Um, and from there, the frog that was in that picture, which was far more hyper-realistic frog, became my frog, which has the bare bones of the frog I saw in the TikTok, mm. but has human like pubic hair and nipples and belly buttons oh right good it, and has like more of a human body so it's what? not crouched over yeah. it's like they stand and like do things I've seen you yes in a way again it's coming back to that same thing you talked about right at the beginning with the X Factor is that you took something you liked yeah and then you filtered it through your imagination <laughs> and it's like there's not like it's interesting you, you've talked a couple of times about whether it's like the like the right way. Mm. But like that's your way and no one else can do it like that. I mean, you kind of like, you know, shrug it off, but like... <laughs> Ain't nobody else can do it like that. Yeah. And so then it came to drama school. Yes. <laughs> and how was your experience at drama school? Best three years of my life. Good. They had some tough moments. And yes. we had we all had our own little things, like but highest highs, low yeah. lows. Yeah. Well, maybe not lowest low. Well, yeah. Low lows. Low lows. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I um definitely felt very res- like creatively restricted. Um, because and- everything. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. No, no, because no, it's go. just like going again. Everything you've talked about. Mm. Then it. It feels interesting that you then went back into again something that is a quite a it's not academic but it is a it can feel to people like a really quite strict education mm. system like drama school even though it's even though it's you know it's supposed to be this kind of free ebb and flow yeah but it can feel like that yes quite restricting. Which is weird for somewhere that's supposed to encourage, and that's not that's not a, a right. judgment on central again. That's no. entirely a as individuals' perspective yeah. and experience. But well, when I was saying I felt creatively restricted, that was more to do with my space in my parents' home. Oh right, I was never allowed to paint any walls, move any furniture. Right. Um, so it never really felt like my own, mm. and so moving to London. Um, mm. I was going from like a village where I had to get the train mm. to go to like shops and stuff to being like it literally in the center of everything and like people 
were kind of so seemed so chilled out about the fact that they were living in London, which was bizarre to me because to me it, to me it was like the same as New York. I was no, like, yeah, this is same. the big, this is it. This is where everything is. Mm. Um, and those first two weeks of uni were the fact that I could oh my god, the fact that I could like blue tack shit to my wall mm. was it was so liberating. Oh, right. Like oh, unbelievably right. so to have a space that was like mine. Mm. Yes, it was rented, mm. but like the fact that I'd I could buy my own pillow and like put it on my bed mm. was so huge to me in a way that I mm. didn't realise until it was happening. So being in it was right. like, woo! Okay. <laughs> right. I did, see, this is the thing. I don't necessarily enjoy... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is what I mean by the... This what I said before, is like, do you love it? Because right. it's, like, it's an interesting right. thing. It's an interesting thing to... Because I think... I think it's, it's fair... It's, 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 it's not fair to expect people to love every aspect of their job. Because it was something no, we've talked about before on this, yeah, which yeah. is like... Once you leave, the realities of it becoming a job are different. And mm. anyone can, like, it's, it's, it's a very privileged position to be like, it's so hard being at drama school and lots of people take a lot of, it's very difficult to get into drama school. And so yeah. we couldn't take it for granted. But it's also very hard to like it all the time. But I think, you know, I think people did. But it was, it's, it's a kind of, it's interesting to hear your perspective of that you loved that kind of... Lived like crazy I would like... go back and do another three years in a heartbeat really no word of a lie oh my god because I've never grown at such like a yeah exponential rate like I literally felt like my brain and my body was just mm. like evolving at such a rapid rate that I like it wasn't until after it that I could look back and be like that was the best time of my life mm. whereas at the time I can understand why Someone close to me, i.e., you, would look at me and go, Ooh, "Well, no, <laughs> not even like look, like look at you and go, oh, fuck, no, I don't <laughs> but just like it's it, you know, people people, uh, I don't know, people enjoy things in different ways, but it's, I don't know, it just did surprise me, but it also it doesn't because I know that you. So what what I'm interested in then is how d- how did you do when we left? Because obviously, you left London. Yeah. And you went back home. And right. doing the normal jobs and doing mm. the kind of every day. I know you talked about it already, but then how do you how do you kind of maintain a sense of that growth? How do you maintain a sense of that I'm still moving forward, I'm still doing things, I'm still like But you've been lucky you've worked, but we don't have to talk about that. Very lucky. Yeah. yeah. Um It's like it's definitely rough. Um when we finished I we would have finished in what, July or something? Uh, we like would have finished the show, yeah, I guess, July. And then I spent that summer still in London because my rent wasn't up until the September. Of course. And I worked full time. And I was, like, working like a dog. Like, mm. doing, like, 50-hour weeks and, like, still scraping my rent. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, actually, to initially go home was a huge, like, release. Right. Um and nice downtime um and very quickly it went from being relaxing to like uh brain numbingly boring to then almost like excruciating 
and like suffocating mm. um, because I, I hadn't gone back to work yet um, yeah Christmas time kind of came around and then and that's the thing right so I that whole summer and up until that Christmas after we finished I'd probably done like a handful of auditions mm. um, and I was very lucky to get the job I did before we left that really gave me like a, a boost but because we were still at drama school it was like it was it, almost off the back right, of it, yeah you never it, stopped it was a it just became a right. part of that experience right. and so when I finished I thought I'm not an actor I've not done it and I was like wait no I had to keep reminding myself like you have something Mm. Um, and it wasn't until uh, the new year came around um, I well actually no to be fair I'm completely lying backtrack October time I was like I need to be in a theatre even if I'm not acting in one so I got ushering jobs at the old rep in Birmingham and the Belgrade in Coventry Mm. and that was really great. I really loved those I was jobs. Say, yeah, how were they? They were I think great. they're so valuable to I people. Got to, I got to see uh, people act for free. Yeah. Um, and I got to sell ice creams up the little tray, which I've always wanted to do. <laughs> A bucket list yeah. tip. Um, <laughs> but also you just like, you're around people you're, yeah, you're in who are in that. there and they're like, there's that, uh, you know, not to sound too wanky, but it's that, that there's that energy there. Yeah. It's that same energy that you feel when you're backstage at your Amdram. Yeah. That's that kind of like the show's about yeah, to start. Absolutely. And um, you got to see you got to see like people who were they were they professional companies as well. Uh, sometimes, sometimes not. But you got to see like people who are like acting because they love it. Like yeah. so you're working in the theatre, college. I don't know, but you know you're not going to be earning you know, Netflix or whatever money. Right. You're going to be doing it because you love it. Yeah. And it's like that's like that's like passion. That's someone who wants to do it, and that's yeah. so great. And you got yeah. to see that all the time. Well, it was great because. Obviously, they're regional theatres, so a lot of mm. the time it's touring, mm. and so you get to go through yeah. so many different totally. and stand ups, and just mm. and even like kids' educational theatres. Mm. You just saw everything, and it it was really great. And so I was kind of on more of an up then. Um, a lot of people your own age are on there. Yeah, everyone that worked. Oh, okay. oh actually, that's a complete lie. It, people were either my age. Um, or like they, kind of volunteers or they were like 60, 70 That's so volunteering nice. or on the same minimum wage as I am hmm. and just do it because they enjoy it and mm. they're all kind of mates and, <laughs> and they just have the best stories to tell and hmm. um, I mean there was an old couple actually that met doing the ushering job there and, um, and they're a couple. They yeah, they're remarried with each That's other. So they, sweet. Um, go to dance classes together. Nice one. And they used to like teach me little dance <laughs> moves and stuff um, yeah. on a dead shift. Um, so I was really loving that, and I was enjoying it. But it was zero hours, um, and so I was maybe doing uh, two or two or three shifts at each place um, in the week. Um, but they're such short shifts. I was used mm. to, at the pub in London, working 12 hours, and that was right. normal. Right. And then going to, like, a three, if we're pushing it, four-hour shift. Mm. Because it's just, you come in before the show and leave just after the show. Mm. Um, 
So I wanted more money because my huge thing was is in January, I'm coming back to London. Right. Like I have to, I have to be there. I, that's the only way that I'll ever succeed in life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I still have that mentality a little bit. But um, yeah, so I was so set on coming back in Jan that I was like, I need to earn more money. So I started working back at my local pub, which meant I was juggling three zero-hour contract jobs mm. and not having a day off for like weeks at a time, um, which I was kind of fine with because, I mean, as we've already said, I don't do well left to my own devices right. anyway. So that was kind of fine. Um, and then February came around, and as you know, because I stayed on your sofa so much... It was just happened to be this mad month of auditions right. where, yeah. I, I mean, I made myself clinically quite ill. I was having yeah, yeah, yeah. constant migraines because I was juggling the three jobs and trying to make sure that when an audition came through, I was cancelling on the... Uh, <laughs> that I was cancelling on the right job each time to make sure I wasn't cancelling on the same person each time so I didn't want to get fired so I was trying to like keep I was trying to keep that in the loop um and I was spending all the money I was earning anyway on train tickets to and from London like twice a week um and it paid off in the end which is yeah, yeah, woohoo sure. um and I don't know why I started that what was I talking about I mean, that sounds that sounds like the reality. Yeah. That's like, as in, like that sounds like the reality of this profession is that you are going to have to have, you know, those three jobs. There's some of them, you know, you get the the great things out mm. of, and then you know you're constantly juggling. Oh, I just remembered what you were saying about your question was how do you when you're away from drama school and you finish and you're mm. not in London, do you keep the but I mean that whole world just sounds like do you love the whole do you love that thing of just having to juggle all of those things no oh you don't no I made myself very ill <laughs> <laughs> no head <laughs> yeah I was like I was not the jobs but when the audition part became a part of that because I didn't yes I enjoyed my jobs yeah but there was really no I work hard when I'm at work but there was nothing in it for me Right. There was no, like, promotion at the end of it. There was no mm. end goal. Kind of growth. Yeah. Yeah. These auditions were, like, no matter what they were for, were mm. make or break. Mm. Like, any time someone, in the word, was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> was right. going okay. to see me, yeah, yeah, right. it was like my whole life was on the line every single, like, two times a week. So that was the... <laughs> or at least, if it, like, even if it wasn't, that's it, how it felt. It felt that way. Right. Um, uh, yeah. And now I'm still working at the pub. <laughs> I've lost both the ushering jobs because of, course, of the virus. Of course, because of the old COVID. Yeah, because of Miss Rona. Mm. Um, which is really sad, to be honest. I miss it a lot. And mm. um, they're both struggling with, like, you know... I bet. It was like being able to reopen at all. Mm. Um, it's so sad. The theatre, the Nuffields. I've told you about that. I think it, I think it's being bought now. I heard I, okay. I saw something about the Mayflower maybe buying it, which is a great place and it will do really well for it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I just I don't know anything about the deal or anything. But hopefully, but I don't know. I feel like some of those. 
places me, lose it. But you still there. You still got it. You still have good times. So we always finish. We always finish with kind of what you did with the frog cards, which is like giving a gift of what you, of like your arty stuff. Soul. Um, so, uh, I should have told you to do this before. Uh, we need to do, uh, no, it's fine. You don't have to sing. Um, you just, no, <laughs> I wasn't expecting I looked at you. I looked to you and you, your spine went up as if like you were preparing to do like No, I was, I was preparing to receive something. No, didn't no. So, so we, we always finish with a recommendation. Oh, right. A kind of, uh, in the same way that like at the beginning you talked about when was the last time you felt like you would be an actor. Now is your chance to give someone a moment of feeling like that. So it's it's no, it's not like a big thing. It's just like you know, whatever an album, a film, TV series, anything that you feel like you could give to someone else. Could give to someone. I think like a gift, or like an art thing. Oh man! Yeah, don't don't tell me. I know. I should have told you before, but you know this was. You know, we didn't really have time to. I mean, you stayed over last night on our, in our, you know, on our sofa, so I didn't really sort of like think about it. <laughs> oh, bow, bally old bow. <laughs> I. We were talking about. We were talking about what's your sort of what? top. We were talking about top five TV series. This right. Time, okay. We? So, so we were like, what? What have been the previous guests? So gifts? okay. So Martin said, "Can we buy your name?" Which would probably have been a good one for you. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, George said some album. Of course he did. That right. no, none of us knew. But apparently it's really good. Um, Holly gave three. Um, she said When They See Us. Uh, she yes. gave a, a Dolly... Um, no. Uh, the Dolly Addison book? No, it no? wasn't that. No, that's because what we talked about, wasn't it? Right. Last night. Um, she said... A, oh, I can't remember what the book she said. And she said an album as well. She, she gave she gave three, and then Alex said three nineteen seventy five songs. Oh, <laughs> very good. I know. Um. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Because is there anything you've watched recently that gave you that moment of wanting to be an actor? Every time I watch something, I want to be an actor. Really? Yeah. Well, I do you always imagine yourself? Being, oh, yeah, like do you I'm, imagine yourself being yes. on the stage as you or as the person? No, as me. As I'm you. Constantly, right, like, same. replace myself. Yes. Um, into the actually, I do do that unless they're exquisite. And oh, and then, then it's I, worse because then, and then like, I, I I'm like, possibly. I could yeah, never, yeah, yeah. I could never. Yeah. Um, Martin also said Albion when we watched that. That's There's another one as well. <laughs> well, I mean, so Zendaya's just won the Emmy for Euphoria. That's a great one because I still haven't seen it, but you talk about it all the time. So I, yeah, I watched that a year ago on like a now TV free trial. And I loved it so much that I... She just won an Emmy. Yeah, She's I, 24. Right. She's our age. Yeah. So I bought it for like 15 And is she really fucking good? And I've watched it the whole series again three times. Wow. It's... And it's... Actually, it's not just the acting. Um, it's the whole production. Mm. Um, and the guy who like wrote, created, directed it, it's very loosely based off his experience with addiction. Wow. And, um, but like, honestly, everything, the, the lighting and the, the stylistic choices are like nothing I've ever seen. Mm. And it is 
yeah, it is one of the most beautiful things I've ever watched. Oh, yeah. I weep and laugh at every episode. <laughs> and it's um, something for our generation, I think. I think anyone of any age could watch it, but um, it really speaks to young people. Nice. Which is... And it's so euphoria with Zendaya. Yeah, for events that's my gift. <laughs> Heather Forster. Oh, bloody hell. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's so rough. <laughs> this podcast is produced by me, Andy Sellers. Thank you for listening.